A study posted in the Journal of Human Nutrition reviewed the 21 studies with 10 million participants showed that people drinking one cup of coffee a day had a 3% decreased risk of death from various causes. Even crazier than this, drinking three cups of coffee a day reduced this risk of death by 13%. Like, dude, what? Three cups of coffee reduces your risk of death from various sources by 13%. Like, good on you if you can drink three cups of coffee a day. Um, If I drink more than two, I'm not sleeping for the next three to five business days. Welcome to Becoming Natural. This is your host, Victoria Ray, and I am a certified transformational nutrition coach and expert in the areas of mental wellness and nutrition. This podcast is to provide you with the tools and knowledge you need so you can live a healthy and more natural life in our world where everything is becoming increasingly um, more synthetic, more artificial, and just kind of getting away from, you know, where we actually started. So today we are going to talk about one of my favorite things in the whole world, and that is coffee. And you know, it's not just my favorite. Actually, around 40% of the world's population drinks coffee every single day. That's almost half of all people just enjoying this awesome uh, bean water, really. One time I had a friend tell me, um, so I used to put soy milk in my coffee, which I don't anymore. Um, I don't drink soy milk anymore. I used to think it was like really healthy for you. Um, and actually I didn't even like it. Like it just, it kind of tastes bad. Now, if you drink soy milk and you like it, like good for you, but, um, I would put it in my coffee and he saw me one day and he was like, dude, you're literally putting bean water in your bean water. I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. That's nasty. <laughs> That's not what made me stop drinking soy milk. Um, but I, <laughs> I didn't continue very long after that because I also always thought about it. I was like, man, I am putting soaked bean water in my soaked bean water. Pretty gross. So what's like the origin of coffee? Like, where did it come from? How did we, how did we get here to where it's one of the most popular drinks um, on the whole planet. Well, coffee was first discovered on the Ethiopian peninsula by a goat herder from a monastery. Now, this guy noticed that when his uh, goats would eat these berries off of this tree, they didn't sleep at night and that they were just like super energized. So he ran around and shared this discovery with all the other monks and was like, hey, listen, like my goats aren't sleeping. Um, I don't know if he went on to eat the beans or berries, whatever we want to call them. Um, after that, we're kind of where this story goes. But uh, the monks eventually kind of spread this word around and then eventually it got to the Arabian Peninsula where the beans would be cultivated and traded for the very first time. 
Now, by the 16th century, coffee was regularly enjoyed in homes across the East. Across? Across. Across across the East. And they drink this at social gatherings. Now, by the 17th century, a European... Oh my gosh, I cannot talk today. And listen, you guys, I have had coffee. So... Imagine how much worse this would be if I had not. Um, (laughs) I've already drank my coffee and I can't talk still. Okay, so European (laughs) explorers. These guys, uh, you know, they went out, they were looking for stuff and they found coffee and they were like, oh my gosh, these guys drink it and it's so good. They brought it back with them to Europe and it spread across the continent. Now, something really interesting that happened um, in this time is when they brought the coffee back, people were like, uh, you know, they were super religious and they thought it was like Satan's drink. And they were like, oh, it's the bitter water of the devil. Um, and they actually tried to get the Pope in on it. And they were like, hey, Pope, listen, like this is devil water. We can't be allowing people to drink this. So the Pope tried it and he liked it so much that he was like, no, it's fine. Like, we're this is okay. We're going to drink this. So... <laughs> I thought that was very interesting. Um, So Pope said it was good. So it's all good in Europe. People are drinking coffee now. They like it. And eventually they started drinking it in the morning instead of drinking beer or wine, you know, which was totally the norm, uh, which they did. And it drinking the coffee made them feel more awake and more energized instead of probably, you know, how you feel after you drink alcohol, you get a little sleepy later. Um, so they were probably taking lots of naps. I don't know. But yeah, so they started drinking coffee. Then eventually it was brought to South and Central America because the European explorers like to travel and explore. Um, and this naval officer from France brought a little coffee bean plant and he planted it um, on this island where it thrived and it spread into all these new coffee trees and did very, very, very well. Um, so now we have lots of coffee in South and Central America. Uh, then it eventually spread to the U.S. of A., but apparently it wasn't extremely popular until a bunch of really, really angry colonials Decided to throw a bunch of boxes of tea in the harbor, protesting British taxes. That was the whole thing. And then after that, they were probably like, yeah, fuck the English. We're not drinking tea anymore because they drink tea. And now we're just going to drink coffee because we don't have to get the tea from England. We can get the coffee from South America. Now, I, I don't know how true that is, that that's how coffee became popular. Um... In the United States, but that's that's uh, that's the story I've heard. So <laughs> I don't know. A lot of us don't drink tea um, as American. As an American, I can tell you, um, it's not as popular, which I think is kind of weird because I really like tea. I grew up drinking tea. Um, you know, if you're Southern, you drink lots of sweet tea. I didn't grow up drinking sweet tea, just regular tea, and I really enjoy tea personally, but. It's not nearly as popular um, here as coffee. Like, we're, we love coffee. Um, 
but there are some other places that love coffee even more than we do. Like, I thought we really liked coffee. Um, yeah, apparently I'm wrong. Other places like coffee more and stronger coffee too. So I think I'm kind of a, a baby when it comes to coffee apparently because how I make my coffee, I make it in a French press. So I like, I grind my beans up, I put them in the French press, I pour my water over it, I let it soak for like five-ish, sometimes longer, 10 minutes, I don't know, kind of however I'm feeling, I press it, I pour it. Um, but, <laughs> so, that's not like espresso, um, which I think is so strong, like, <laughs> but it's all good, espresso's good. Um, I'm okay with Americanos too, which is espresso with water in it. And I like cream in my coffee. That's good. But I mostly drink my coffee black. That's just, I started drinking coffee um, when I was pretty young. My mom would always make coffee in the morning and she would be like, do you want some? And I'd be like, sure. And I'd try it and I was like, oh, that's not very good. But like, I wanted to be cool and like adult. And so I would just like drink coffee every day with her in the morning. Um, Kind of as like a bonding experience. And I was probably like, oh, maybe like eight or nine when I started drinking coffee with her. And it was really good. And eventually I started to like it. And now I just, I absolutely love coffee. So, you know, coffee really has its little tree roots kind of in every culture around the world. And people have been drinking it for a really long time. But the big question is... Are there any health benefits to drinking coffee? Well, my friends, I have some very good news for you because the answer is yes, there are. And the health benefits are actually really, really awesome. A study posted in the Journal of Human Nutrition reviewed the 21 studies with 10 million participants showed that people drinking one cup of coffee a day had a 3% decreased risk of death from various causes. Even crazier than this, drinking three cups of coffee a day reduced this risk of death by 13%. Like, dude, what? Three cups of coffee reduces your risk of death from various sources by 13%? Like, good on you if you can drink three cups of coffee a day. Um, if I drink more than two, I'm not sleeping for the next three to five business days. But, <laughs> like, that is so cool. How cool is that? What else do you know of that you can just, like, drink that much of it and then just be like, yeah, no, I'm reducing my risk of death by 13%. Like that is so fucking cool. How cool is that? Like I'm, I'm absolutely mind blown by this. And that's not, that's not all you guys. Another study in the New England Journal of Medicine uh, with over 400,000 people showed that coffee consumption was associated with a lower likelihood of death from disease. Very cool. And there's tons and tons of other studies showing that it helps reduce risk of cancer, um, especially in women with ovarian cancer and breast cancer. It reduces these. It's absolutely insane. 
Also, coffee has anti-aging properties. It's packed with antioxidants, and we know that these help protect our cells against damaging free radicals, which cause increased aging or premature aging. It also contains the highest total count of polyphenols in any beverage. Now, polyphenols are micronutrients that protect your cells against cancers and inflammation, which is one of the best things that we can do for us, especially protecting against, um, you know, inflammation because inflammation is in excess can be so, so bad. Now, something else really, really cool about coffee it can actually help you burn fat. It contains something called a chlorogenic acid, which helps your body break down fat more efficiently. It's also a natural hunger suppressant, so that's super cool. Um, I do lots of intermittent fasting. So what I do in the morning, um, and you know, after you do this for a while, you don't really get hungry, uh, but when I first started doing it, I was like, oh man, I'm hungry. But if I drink coffee in the morning, which I always do, um, it helps me not like be starving until I eat whenever I'm eating at like noon or one or whatever. Um, now if I don't drink coffee, like I'm totally fine just because yes, I have been doing this for a long time. Um, but like if you're starting out and you're like, wanting to get into intermittent fasting or <clears throat> you just get really hungry during the day, you can try drinking some coffee as a hunger suppressant, which is super cool. I also like to use coffee as a pre-workout. Um, I, I don't take pre-workout. Most of them are full of total, total crap, um, like artificial sweeteners, which we know are extremely destructive to your gut. Um, artificial colors, flavors, just like binders and lots of fillers because, you know, companies like to be cheap. So I'm not um, a pre-workout fan. If I do take one, the one I take is from Onnit and it's called, um, I think Shroom Tech is the name of it, but it utilizes cordyceps mushrooms, which help your body um, use oxygen more efficiently which does help when you're lifting, uh, which is what I do. I don't do cardio. And if I do any cardio, it's uh, very minimal. And usually I'm like swimming or biking. Um, I don't particularly like running just because it can damage your joints from the, you know, compounding movements of that running. And I've done enough running in the military. Like I am I am perfectly good with doing other things, other forms of cardio. Um, getting a little off topic here, but we do know that lifting weights and strength training is the best way to burn fat, not cardio. I should probably do a whole episode on that because this is very interesting and I think it's something that you guys would like to listen to about how cardio is actually not a fat burner and why, why it's not, um, super, super interesting stuff. So I'll, uh, I'll save that for later. We're talking about coffee right now, but yes, I like to use it as a pre-workout. Um, so we do want to be careful when we're getting our coffee, um, like where we're getting it from. Same thing as like, if we're getting berries, 
you know, berries are treated with pesticides. And sadly, coffee is one of the most heavily chemically treated foods in the world. Uh, coffee, co coffee crops are treated with synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, insecticides, all of the things that we really don't want in our bodies. So, you know, this isn't just bad news for the fungi and bugs that want to eat these awesome little coffee beans. It's bad news for the environment and for you as well. Because these pesticides are damaging to our microbiome, they disrupt the very, very delicate balance of bacteria that are essential to our basic bodily functions. 80% of our serotonin, our feel-good hormone, is produced in our gut with the help of these little bacteria. These guys are super important. So if we're killing them, bad things happen to us. Like, really bad. Not to mention it's wreaking havoc on our gut lining itself, which can lead to terrible disorders like leaky gut syndrome. And if you don't know what that is, it is where you have these micro perforations in your intestines and food and other things that are supposed to stay inside your intestines leak out into the other parts of your body. That's not good. Like that's really, really, really bad. So we need to take care of our gut lining and do things that help strengthen it and not weaken it and not put all of these chemicals inside our body because that is the kind of stuff that happens. Now, not only is this bad for us, we're also damaging the ecosystem itself where we're growing our food. Like we need that to be good so that we can grow good food and not destroy it because it's really important <laughs> that all of these little animals and bacteria that are naturally occurring in the soil are able to thrive. So I cannot stress enough how this isn't just harming the pests, you guys. It's harming the animals that live in these environments. It's harming the birds that, you know, are trying to eat these bugs. It's harming the fish in the rivers and the streams and the lakes because there's chemical runoff into the rainwater. All of it's just really destructive. Um, and there is a better way to do this. We just have to participate with our money and really just vote with our dollars here. So what is this better option? And that is organic coffee. Yes, this really is one of those crops that does matter when it comes to organic versus non-organic. For you and again, for the environment, um, because you know, you may not like these bugs, you may not like the bacteria. You might be like, yeah, that's gross, I really don't care about them. But you should, and the reason you should care is because they are so important for the ecosystem itself to thrive for your food to grow well, that without them, that's not going to happen. We're going to get poor quality food. We're going to see uh, crops that are damaged. We're not going to get as like a big enough yield um, that we would. It's just, it's very, very delicate and we are destroying it with these pesticides. So again, you can vote with your dollar here and not give your money to, you know, these corporations that are using these harmful chemicals 
and by buying organic coffees. You know, so where you can just get those organic beans. You can buy from local markets. Talk to those farmers. Ask them, you know, where they're sourcing these from, how they're growing their crops, and not just with the coffee beans, but with the other foods you're getting as well. Um, you can just ask them, like, are you using synthetic pesticides on these? Are you, you know, what are you doing to this food? Because that's important for you um, to know, you know, for your health, for the environment. Um, you know, if you wanted to be super selfish here and be like, I don't give a shit about the environment. Okay, well, do you give a shit about you? <laughs> because if you do, like, ask those questions for you, you know? Personally, I would rather give my money to a family uh, than a big chain that's giving, that's, you know, not fairly paying their people, which that's a whole thing. Um, so fair trade coffee, that's a big deal as well. Um, you know, we don't want to be giving our money to places that are not fairly paying their workers because that's just not right. That's not fair. Um, so overall, coffee does have great health benefits. It's, you know, one of those things that's maybe we don't think about as much because we just do it every day and we kind of take it for granted, but it's really cool. It's something that's like super special uh, to a lot of us. And one thing uh, that I learned that's super interesting is you get more benefits from the coffee when you're drinking it ritually as opposed to uh, habitually or out of obligation. Now that might be like, what do you mean? What I mean is if you're just like rushing and getting your coffee and just being like, I have to drink this and then just like downing it and then immediately starting your work and blah, 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 just like ignoring the coffee itself, you're not gonna get as many benefits as if you were to make your coffee and like drink it mindfully, which again, sounds a little crazy, but the world's crazy. Our minds are crazy. Our bodies are crazy. The way things work, it's absolutely crazy. And uh, that's just how it is. If you drink your coffee in a ritualistic way, um, you're gonna see greater benefits. Pretty, pretty cool. So uh, mindfully drink your coffee if you want to get the most out of it. So again, it's uh, probably not best to drink three pots of coffee by yourself, but you know, you're the best judge of what's good for you. So that's how that works. I personally can't drink more than two cups a day, or I'm gonna be like, ah, <laughs> the whole day. But um, yeah, there are health benefits, you guys. Coffee is good for you. Uh, if you don't tolerate coffee well, then I don't suggest you start drinking it. Um, if you don't tolerate it well, tea is also a good option. There are lots of benefits to teas. It has polyphenols as well. Um, not as many as coffee, which is pretty interesting, but you know, if you like coffee, if you already drink coffee, if you are on the fence about coffee, here you go. It's good for you. Now, don't forget to like and comment on the podcast if you have enjoyed it. That really does help get this information out to more people who might want to learn, um, you know, about coffee and brain health and all of those other good things. 
So as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I really, really appreciate each and every single one of you. Absolutely wonderful people. Now, until next time, my friends, go out there, drink yourself a cup of coffee, and have yourself a great freaking rest of your day. Thank you.